Hello, humans. Welcome back to the Trans Agenda. Thank you guys so much for the support on the last episode. I didn't think there would be this much engagement on this podcast, which is an expectation that I love to see proven wrong. This week's episode is a more current one that was highly requested by the followers on my trans uh, my trans Instagram account. Part of me really didn't want to talk about this because of how current it is. But after seeing the majority of people speaking on this, either being outside of the community or just plain getting it wrong, I felt like I had to speak up. This is also a very heated topic that gets talked about as soon as June 1st comes around the corner every year. The topic is kink at Pride. Now, this isn't going to be talking in depth about what kink is or anything that should make anyone feel uncomfortable. But if even the topic of kink is something that would trigger you or makes you uncomfortable, please just keep listening to this podcast. I appreciate you still, regardless. Thank you. Now, I'm going to get into the video now. So first, I'll set the stage for those of you who aren't in the loop. Generally, this discourse is argued around two main points. The idea that Pride is supposed to be an entryway into the community for mainstream people that's essentially just more so for them so that they can be exposed to queer events. And building on that idea, the idea that showing kink at Pride hurts the accessibility of Pride for sexually repulsed people as well as children and their families. Now each of these arguments against kink at Pride come with a lot of baggage and depth, so I have to divide and conquer them. But don't worry, they both come together at the end. So looking at the first argument about Pride being a gateway from the mainstream into queer spaces. This argument isn't accurate historically if you look at the reasons for Pride. Pride came from a riot, like we hear every other Instagram post in Pride Month. But regardless of how much we're told it, it is a very, very important detail. At the original Pride marches, which were to commemorate the riots prior at the Stonewall Inn, kink attire was used to ruffle more feathers and to push the envelope so far that the mainstream media couldn't suppress us. So kink was more so used as a big fuck you to the establishment that was telling gay people that they should be ashamed of themselves. Pride was never to appease the mainstream media and make them actually want us in. It was a way that we would force our own room. Pride was never about conformity. Pride was never about corporations saying, I love the gays for 31 days straight in June. It was, and always should be, a protest. Saying that kink is too out there for pride is absolutely ridiculous, because being gay or transgender 10 years ago 
was as extreme to the mainstream as kink was and is considered now. Now, before I talk about the next argument, I want to slip in the idea that kink was never oppressed and that it isn't an orientation, and that's the reason it should be left out for pride. But, spoiler alert, it was. People in the U.S. could be fired by their bosses if their bosses found out that they had a kink that they weren't okay with, even if it wasn't brought into the work environment at all. Kink has always been a part of society, but was demonized with the rise in purity culture in the, area, in the era of British colonization specifically, but even further back. And on the orient orientation front, many psychologists and scientists say that kinky behavior is so innate to the psyche that we don't know whether to classify it as a preference or an orientation. And this really reminds me of how the medical community oppressed trans people and even further back gay people by saying it was a mental illness to be gay and that being trans was a sexual deviation. And now is when everything sort of fits together because the second argument I see so often is that it makes pride a really difficult place for children and families to be. This argument I do have loads of sympathy for. When I went to my first pride as a scared baby gay and saw people wearing these costumes everyone insisted were sexual, it made me uncomfortable. But here's where this isn't the people who are wearing the costumes problem, but all those people who insisted to me that wearing those clothing is of sexual nature. This all comes down to homophobia, transphobia, and misogyny. Damn, the golden fucking trio, it seems. Women and those socialized that way are told by society that showing their sexuality is abnormal and morally wrong. Honestly, the same thing applies for all minorities, including racial minorities. Through pure, pure, pure oh my gosh, through purity culture, geez, we needed to break the, um, the seriousness of this, I guess. Through purity culture, us marginalized folks are oppressed sexually, which is one of the most personal manipulation tactics. These make you feel like your very existence is immoral because sexuality for majority of the population is something that everyone sort of feels. And the worst part is that purity culture seeps into religious spaces, most likely, where people are their most open and at their most vulnerable point. So ideas creep in to their very core morale which is why many people, even those in the BDSM community, have to overcome that oppression and those ideas that start from when you were brought into this world. Kink making people uncomfortable is, isn't the only the point of pride itself, but is also not even the fault of the dresser, but the viewer who sees them in a sexual way. I know this topic is nuanced and that many people are just sexually repulsed or too young by today's standards, but a solution is possible where BDSMers and sexually repulsed individuals can both show their pride in solidarity. Many pride parades already celebrate, se separate, sorry, I read that wrong, separate sections based on not just orientation, but age as well. 
These separations can allow for everyone to feel as comfortable and prideful as possible, while still ruffling feathers, as they should. As a non-BDSM interested person, I can say that the fucking mentality that a lot of people in that community possess is amazing to be around, especially when the whole world tries to tear you down. If any of you are listening, y'all are valid and a vital part of this community. And furthermore, strong as fuck for being yourselves. Hello, my fellow humans. Did you like this podcast? Please go and follow the podcast Instagram as well as this podcast wherever you're listening to it. It's linked in the podcast bio with other accounts to find me on. Hope you enjoyed this video. This has been the Transgender. Keep fighting, you beautiful people. All the love. Peace.